This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so before we wrap up, Dan, I did want to give a little bit more credence to the rumor innuendo that I uh, advanced not only on this podcast, but on television, on the reporters on Sunday morning. There actually now is an actual report. Peter King reported, Peter King, pretty reputable reporter nationally, um, that the Steelers and the Bears are potential trade partners. The Steelers at number 17, moving up to number nine for the Bears. If, if Jalen Carter is on the board, what do you think of that? Well, number one, I'm still thrown by it. Number two, I'm amazed at how personally you took the, uh, the, the laughing that wasn't directed at you. It was my my laughter a week ago was directed at the pre-draft process and, and really in a big picture way, how, how quickly we can pollute the information supply into a, a way where everybody just goes and, and talks about things like their gospel. If I'm not, I, I don't have the Peter King stuff in front of me, but if I'm not mistaken, he wrote it as the, the, the best rumor that I'm uh, that I'm hearing or something like that. He might've, he might've, yeah. He's still acknowledging it as he a could, rumor. Yeah. My, my biggest question on all this, I'm not saying that, that it's got no validity. I'm not saying that it has a ton of validity. What I'm trying to figure out is in, in what world would it serve the Steelers to allow this to leak out for them um, because now you're alerting, you know, seven teams in between you and the bears that, Hey, we love Jalen Carter enough to go up and get him. And if you like him, you know, go get your offers into Hallis hall. And so that's where, you know, maybe this is coming from Hallis hall. Maybe they are, are leaking this with, yeah. with, with a hope that Jalen Carter slips with a decision made internally that they don't want to take him, And with an idea that, Hey, we can, we can bamboozle someone into coming up here into number nine and then adding to our draft capital. And then we'll go do, uh, David Haw, solid and draft Bijan Robinson, <laughs> and then add, add another pick somewhere else and add our offensive tackle at, you know, 32, 34, wherever it may be. So we'll see where it goes. Oh, uh, that would be fun. That would be so much fun. Okay. Hey, last thing, I just remembered one more uh, thing I wanted to get your reaction to and information and insight on. Please explain to me the purpose of signing Dante Pettis. I mean, look, I talked about this with Big Z on the phone. Yesterday, Dante Pettis is a guy that can cut. Like, you're going to go to training camp with 12 receivers. <laughs> you know, you, you got to get 12 receivers. Dante Pettis is a guy here that they, they believe in as a guy who can catch punts. If Valence Jones doesn't work out, he's a guy that can run routes reliably. He's not a difference-making guy. He's a placeholder. Equinemius St. Brown is a placeholder until they can find better talent to replace those guys. Those guys may be replaced as early as, you know, August 4th. For all we know, but but you do need to have guys in your building that can can kind of keep the offseason humming along. Guys that Justin can get work with, you know, as they go forward. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't 
read that as any sort of landmark signing and or guarantee that Dante Pettis will even be on the team in week one. It's just a, a way to fill out the roster with somebody who's familiar and a guy that can help you in multiple facets. Because again, we saw that Bayless Jones's inability to catch a punt last year uh, was problematic. So they had a pivot and, and, and that was an option that, that they he, can't, he can't let that happen again. He can't be that bad again. He's had an entire offseason to acclimate to the Chicago conditions and elements. I hope he's outside every day catching 100 punts in the blustery winds and the winter conditions of April in Chicago because you know what? He needs it, and you cannot you cannot draft somebody in the third round and then just give up on him after one year. You've got to, He's almost like a symbol of your credibility, and you, know, you want him to yes. succeed, so he's got to be – given every opportunity to do that. Dante Pettis, yeah, he may just be a guy for training camp. When I saw him being brought back, it did kind of bring back like, oh, geez, why? I mean, I'll say this, just being in that locker room. Pettis is a, is a, a good dude in that locker room. He's well-liked. I, I know like why it draws the eye rolls because his productivity last year was 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 questionable. Um, but there, there's no risk in it. And, and again, you're going to have to go play three preseason games with somebody in August. You know, somebody's got to go out there and, and was, run around and catch passes. Was Bigsy more eye roll or shrug? Shrug. He, shrug. He's, he's on team shrug. That's where okay. we're at. That's just what All happens. All right. That's good. Um, it's April. So, yeah. um, I have one last question here, okay. and you can tell me where you want to take this. But my question for you is I'm wondering – where your camera crew was meeting you in the parking garage before sunrise this week and following you up to your, uh, your, your day job at the score, because you get to work a lot earlier than Kevin Warren gets to work. And I think that should be noted. Kevin Warren's first day on the job was Monday. And I know that you were already on the air by the time he turned off his engine and closed the door. So, you know, if we're keeping score here, David won, Kevin zero. ChicagoBears.com, God bless you. But to, to to videotape a guy getting to work at quarter to six, I'm looking at my watch if you're getting there at quarter to six and say, where you been? Because, you know, you're not going to impress the morning show by getting to work when it's dark. Now, I did not, Dan. I did not pause at the statue for Mitch Rosen before I got to the studio like Kevin Warren paused at the statue of George Hallis. But tomorrow I will make sure that I do so. Yeah. So I, I mean, just wanted to, to make that known. I know I was still asleep when you both got to work, but exactly. like, like, again, I'm, I'm trying to, to be a good teammate and give you uh, points on the scoreboard where points are deserved. Well, you know what, if I have the meeting, if I ever get the meeting in the audience with Kevin Warren and he asks me what I would think about uh, the bears and how Hall and the work condition, I would say everybody needs to get to work at least an hour earlier. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll set a standard and then, and then we'll see who can meet it who can meet and who it. wants to just fall by the wayside. Like, uh, you know, like the, the, the roadkill that you see on the shoulder of 294. Let me tell you, it takes a lot. You learn a lot about yourself and a lot of people when they get up at three 30 in the morning. Now you don't always like what you learn, but you do learn a lot. I've learned that I panic in the three hours <laughs> leading up to three 30 and wake up like four times exactly. worried that my alarm's yeah. not going to go off. So well, we well, don't want to do that video the next time I co-host. Welcome to my life. Okay, great. Good stuff. Stuff. We'll be back on Friday. We're going to drop another episode of the Take the North podcast. There's a lot going on. We'll be maybe doing an extra episode or two next week to figure out, depending on what happens. There's going to be a lot of conversation, maybe a lot of movement. We'll wait and see. But yeah, thank you um, for joining us today on the Take the North podcast for Tyler Butabaugh, who is filling in for Adam Stadzinski and Dan Weederer on ChicagoTribune.com. You can check out his Bears coverage. I'm David Haw. From the Mullion Hall Show. You can find the Take the North podcast on the free Odyssey app. You can watch us on the 670 Scores YouTube page. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you Friday. Great talk. See you out there.